Hello, 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 how do you do? I'm riding in with you and you and you and you. La 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 Hello, 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 how do you do? I'm riding in with you and you and you and you. La 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 I never got it. Anyway, hello, how you doing? <laughs> um, this is talking in circles, as you probably have heard, and I am your host, Fumi Richards. Does that sound? Never mind. Yeah, so I am your host, Fumi Richards, and this is talking in circles. And that was a rhyme from my primary school or not just school. I don't really remember. I just remember my mom had this CD. She usually played for me when I was like really little. And she would play it and I would sing sing along with it. Anyway, so I just felt like what happened is I started the hello and it just kind of gushed through. Don't let us discuss my voice. I came out of the bathroom to sing for you. Please allow me. Anyway, anyway, in the last in the last podcast we talked about love yourself and learning to love yourself and how you should love yourself. When at the end of the podcast we talked about we talked about have giving some of the love you carry to yourself and as we're rounding it up we didn't give it like a full you know kind of ending like a fully detailed kind of ending so i decided to give that kind of end no not the kind of ending give more details in this podcast and love yourself too so yeah giving some of the love you carry to yourself and to others as i mentioned in the previous podcast is basically there's so much every person as i said in last podcast is meant to love like how you do not love or express love to someone is if you don't if you don't love everybody you shall love yourself at all at all body bad you would have to love yourself and one of these days i think one of these podcasts we're going to actually explain love in itself but for now, we're just talking about loving yourself. So in Gary Chapman's book, he talked about um, five love languages. And I remember reading that book and I was like, whoa, there's just so many um, examples of how to love yourself and how not to love yourself, love your mate. And in all of that, I also understood growing up, and there's a need to give some of that love you give to others to yourself hence this podcast or the continuation of the last podcast <laughs> yeah so you could there are five love languages and you could decide and depending first of all why are we going far you see why i said this podcast is talking in circles because we'll just be talking round and round and i say we between me and myself we'll just be talking around round and we'll forget what we're supposed to be talking about 
so yeah before we go far giving some of the love you carry to yourself i think it's before you you go ahead giving some of the love you carry i think it's important that you know your own love language for me i feel like i'm a multilingual lover if that makes any sense i i am somewhat of that person who is big on quality time but at the same time i am a receiving gifts person i mean like i love gifts like oh my jesus and it's not just gifts but gifts that are carefully thought out it, it doesn't have to be like heaven on earth that sometimes people i remember that times when my parents and my brothers have tried to give me gifts that were really expensive and i'm like mm, yeah but so but gifts that are well thought out and gifts that show that yes you really know me you see me you know how they say i see you like i see you yeah that kind of vibe so those kind of gifts really matter to me not just like and that's why so many times if i'm giving a gift to someone i can spend weeks trying to decide on how to give the gift or what to give the gift what to give in the first place so it's important that you know your love language like i feel like that's the beginning of the conversation how can you decide that you love yourself as a person and not know your love language and not know what matters to you most so like i said i'm a multilingual lover so i'm i'm like it matters to me when you give me quality time it also matters that you you give me gifts quality time and giving gifts that's on the same pedestal then what's a formation is like close closely of course there are times when there are times when it's important active service is important and there are also times when when physical touch is important the times that i feel the need to be hugged or anything like that so but i'm not really a touchy person like i feel very most times i feel very uncomfortable when when i'm i'm touched like when someone hugs me i always feel like probably because of my african parents my parents were in if i see my dad now i'm not sure i would hug him so that's i think that's the beginning of the conversation <laughs> it's not like we could hug but is not basically we're not touchy people that's a couple so moving on you should know your love language and in know your love language you should find ways to express that love language that you know is yours to yourself as just as you're also going to be expressing to others you should know it and express it to yourself so if your if your love language is giving gifts or receiving gifts then you should get gifts for yourself you could make it a monthly thing or a yearly thing or a bi bi monthly thing or whatever suits you or whatever works with your budget make it a necessity that you celebrate yourself 
if it means getting yourself a pair of shoes, getting yourself a pair of sneakers, getting yourself a book, whatever works or rocks your boat is fine. But you should get and know your love language. I feel like that is, you know how they say, a job half done. Because when you know you know your love language, you're able to learn how to express it. Then it helps you that when someone else is showing it to you, you know that you know how to connect better to it. If personally, I'm not a touchy-touchy person. So when someone touches me, I know it's an expression of love or an expression of connection and everything. But you could you could hug me from now to tomorrow. People of God won't feel nothing. Except if I was already attracted to you before then. That's a different conversation. So, but, that's all. Then, from loving yourself and learning to give someone the love you carry, it's important that you have a passion. You see, passion in itself can be therapeutic, depending on how you express it and how you learn to harness it. So, for me, writing is somewhat of a passion. And in it being a passion, it's somewhat of a hobby too. So it's important that as you have a passion, you should have ways of expressing it. You should have hobbies that that, that help you um, utilize that passion. So if you have a passion for cooking now, people like me now, I, I go into the kitchen because I want to find food. And because I am a resident foodie, let us not go into that conversation. But I'm a resident foodie, so I go into the kitchen because I want to find food. But there are some people that I have this friend of mine. She goes by, she bears my name too, and she can cook for the, the world of the. Let's not go. Let's not go there. But she can cook. Like there was a time I used to feel like she can cook. She can just cook for everybody. Like I, sometimes I'll go to her place and I'll be like, "Babe, come and cook." Our younger sister will be there, myself I'll be there, and we'll just be like, I'll just be just there in my mind. I'm like, let us just be cooking. So it's those kind of things. Like we can both of us can even go to a friend's place and she'll be the one to cook for all of us. It's not because okay, she has turned to Jackie. It's just cooking works for her. Me, I cook and if I'm being if I'm being if I, want, if I want to be really honest about it, I, I am quite a good cook. But at the same time, cook because I want to eat. Not because that's just like, it's, it's preservation that gets me to cook. Not because I want to um, basically, I, I just, I, that's just it. So, but for me now, reading is kind of therapeutic. going for art art exhibitions expressing art in any form of way is a therapeutic for me but you find your passion like the world might be falling down out of the skies like literally heavens might be falling down out of the skies but and i don't mean that like okay actually falling down i don't mean that literally but i mean that Figuratively, in the sense that 
your world might be out of the socket everything might not be working well but when you have a passion a passion that is therapeutic for you a passion that is sometimes your passion might not be therapeutic it might not be that thing that heals the wounds whenever whenever you feel like okay things are not going right but sometimes it helps you for me now just as writing is a passion um talking is also kind of therapeutic because it's not therapeutic in the real sense of therapy in in the real sense of therapy but it's it's kind of it kind of helps me put my thoughts together so many of the points i outline in my podcast i really have no idea what i'm going to see but when i start talking about it i start to get points and some things start to fall into place in my head but it's that kind of thing so sometimes sometimes the passion might not necessarily be therapeutic in the real sense of therapy but it kind of makes things or situations clearer i hope i'm making sense anyway so find your passion have hobbies because even if and if, if you have a passion and even if, if you have a passion that is like that can be monetized that's all well and good but don't don't let that passion be be fringed upon the need to get money because if you if you let it be fringed upon that then there are times when that money would not be enough to get you to do your passion or to get you to express your passion so it is important that you find a passion that is true to you that is not it's not because oh okay you're doing it for the money or you're doing it to bring take take home a meal or anything like that but doing it for yourself like it gives you a self-satisfaction when you do it it's very important and then mm-hmm. oh great another one in all of the things that you do i mentioned in my last podcast I think at the beginning that I usually give myself time to process things, especially when it's not it's not exactly the way I I hoped it would turn um, it would be. I give myself time to process things, so I feel like it's important. It does it, you don't have to be extrovert extroverted or introverted, but give yourself time to protest. Um, what am I? Give yourself time to process things. Why? Because so many times things that we don't deal with, like okay, you're, you're hurting from a loss, you're hurting from a breakup. You now go on, you're hurting from a loss, and then you don't heal. You don't give yourself time to heal, and then you now go on. Okay, the, you now go on trying to hurt, not really intentionally. Well, because you know that phrase about hurt people hurt other people. I don't necessarily subscribe to it, but so many times that's what happens. Someone is abused as a child. You now grow up, and it could go in two ways. You're either on defense, on the defense, or you're on the attack. You're on the defense that you don't let other people into your life because of what has happened. To you previously 
or you're on the attack being that you were abused as a child and then you now go on and you're now trying to abuse other people's children or, or worse off self your child so it is important that you give yourself time to accept what happened or what or what did not happen depending on the context give yourself time to accept what did not happen give yourself time to accept what happened if it's a loss if it's a breakup it's very important and as you're giving yourself time to accept whatever happened or what whatever didn't happen give yourself time to forgive yourself and forgive those people who because forgiveness is hard though i'm not even joking there have been times somebody offended me and i and i waited years to forgive the person let's not go into that conversation but forgiveness is important sometimes it's okay the acceptance the acceptance might not necessarily come immediately before um, forgiveness might not come immediately after acceptance but it's important that you accept it because then you're able to say okay this has happened so where do we go from here but if you don't forgive yourself even in the long run you'll find that you start repeating things or you start repeating the things that happened previously or that you become averse averse to people who might want to come into your life i I think i should do a podcast on dealing with loss but let's finish the series first because i feel like there's so many things that we could talk about concerning um forgiveness and all of those things in that podcast so um but let's run like i said let's run up on loving yourself too so loving yourself to basically we've mentioned give yourself some of the love you're carrying we talked about having a passion and having hobbies connected or that can be utilized by that passion and then we've talked about giving yourself time to breathe allowing yourself time to accept things that have happened and things that did not happen and in all of that sometimes forgiveness like i said forgiveness might not come in the way that you had hoped it would come sometimes the forgiveness it might even be easier sometimes to forgive somebody who hurts you as opposed to forgiving yourself for the things that happened to you but however the forgiveness comes allow it to run its course because give or take however we want to see it when we we hold unforgiveness in us in our within our hearts and this is not even a matter of a christian or ritual belief it's not it's not a christian or um, religious belief this is a spiritual belief based on like i said my religion is love so it's based on a spiritual belief over time i found that most times when you don't forgive something or forgive someone or forgive yourself you find that you end up hurting even more when you're forgiving yourself forgiving that person or forgiving whatever forgiving the situation even you learn to move forward you're more proactive about what's going to happen and what and you're a lot more positive if i may use that word so yeah that's just basically the gist i have for you today 
um there was a whole lot of conversation from the last podcast i hope we can keep that momentum with this one and i know that i didn't really cover up a lot of things here but i really hope that we can really have that much conversation going on with this podcast um there's going to be a follow-up podcast because like i said it's a series we will still be talking about family and friends and we will still touch on the unforgiveness and having a passion and then we'll also be talking about talking about how your family and your friends might in some way make you not love yourself yeah whatever um like I said, that's a whole lot of conversations that I don't know how we're going to be able to break it in and finish it so that the podcast won't go longer than they're supposed to. But yeah, it's been really nice having this podcast with you. Um, I hope you tune in again the next time. And favorite my podcast, please. Because, oh God, I did not come to this world to count bridges. Dalusso, a shell gun.